Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ton Del Tignuk podcast. And today, we have a very serious topic that we think we should bring to your attention. And this is regarding DMCA takedowns. So, Kishore, what, are, what is the DMCA? All right, Ishwan. Um, DMCA is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. It was established in 1988 by the United States uh, Copyright Law. Um, and it is also a treaty of the World Intellectual Property Organization, or WIPO. So, okay, this is really prominent on Twitch. So I think a lot of us know that Twitch is like, a, like the number one platform for live streaming. So what ended up happening is the, the, the rule enforcement on Twitch is so bad that um, people are getting striked just by humming a song. <laughs> That's how absurd it is. So what do you think about this, Rishan? Imagine just if you hum the song. A song. Yeah. Like if you just hum a song and they'll strike your channel. And the way that system works is that the moment you get three strikes, you're out, like your channel is terminated. I guess that just speaks to how heartless the music industry is as a whole though, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Because I think if, if most of us would remember like when services like Spotify and like Deezer were just coming up, you know, these music streaming services. Yeah, yeah. And the music industry was already so against it. So I mm-hmm. guess the DMCA just enforcing it is just another way of them making quick money. No, there was a lot of backlash really? against all these music streaming services. Yeah, because these music music companies thought they're going to lose money. Because realize that these people are paying like a monthly fee. It's much, le- much less than what these people would get if they were to just buy the same songs like on CD, for example, or buying individual songs. And, but how do they cope with that? I mean, to be fair, they are trying to cope. The music industry, in a sense, is slowly, in the traditional so sense, much. is slowly dying out. Wait, no, wait, but that's the, that's the thing. When initially, when the music streaming industry, industry started out, it's like these music, these music companies, like, you know, like Warner, for example, yeah, they, yeah. Didn't re- they didn't really think they were going to make as much money as they did selling traditional records and CDs. So they were really against it. And like some, some labels were even blocking the music from appearing on Spotify, for example. Or even on iTunes, iTunes for that matter. Yeah, iTunes was a big problem, I think. Especially when the iPod existed, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the same concept here. But wait, wait. There's kind of like a double standard, right? What do you In mean? In a sense that... Like... Okay, wait, wait. The way that we're talking about Spotify right now and this protest of some sort, this happened back during the time when the internet was still new, right? It, I think there were two incidents. First was when iTunes came up. I think it wasn't was as that? bad because iTunes was probably around like the first mid-2000s, mid-2000s. 2007? Like when the iPhone came out or... Did it exist no, during the iPod era? It, before, it was during the iPod era. Oh, but I think okay. what we're talking about is two different spectrums because like, 
you have the iPod era, which was iTunes basically started selling songs at like 99, 99 cents for a mm-hmm, song, yeah. which in even then was already a lot cheaper than what you'd be paying for, let's say, buying a CD with like 20 tracks or less. And then about 10 years down the line, you have these music streaming services where you just pay a monthly fee and you can listen to any song. And also, but I think if you... strengthen if numbers, you right? The royalties people... Yeah, but the royalties you get from streaming, like mm-hmm. the amount yeah. an artist gets paid for one play is very minuscule. Yeah, but that's why it's strength in numbers. Yeah, true. But that's not what the music industry was obviously thinking of at the time. So they wanted like uh, the solo record labels, right? Like the old, the old style of Yeah, doing. they just wanted record labels and they just wanted the people to start paying big money for their music. So how this links to what's happening right now is that since we can already like attest to the fact that these music industries are so greedy and money-minded, this is an easy way for these people to make money off their music that they weren't making before. Yeah, so they can just literally strike anyone. Okay, yeah, and this actually works in a different way. Like on Twitch, people get striked and if you get three strikes, you're out. It's like a baseball game, but losing your entire career overnight and on youtube the way dmca works is that like example pewdiepie and ksi like i don't like ksi to a certain degree but but pewdiepie did a collaboration <laughs> with ksi and then what happened was I, in that video i, I, I think, think it's, it i think time. it's funny because i think you could have been compared to ksi in some form back in the day <laughs> but let's not yeah. go there yeah let's not go there <laughs> That's a dark past. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, PewDiePie and KSI, did you, did you watch that? They did like this, Try Not To Laugh. Uh, I didn't watch it, no, but no, I, no, knew, I, I knew about it. Okay. Did, mm-hmm. did you know about it? I've, I've heard about it, yeah. But explain mm-hmm. it to listeners. Okay, yeah. So, what happened was PewDiePie and KSI collaborated and they did... Uh, like on one episode of PewDiePie's Lawai, they did a try not to laugh together. And then for memes, mm-hmm. um, PewDiePie and KSI, they played on the flute a song from a movie. But you know you know those meme flute sounds? The one that sounds, it just sounds so stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. and distorted. Yeah, so <laughs> they played it that way. And then the record label company that owned that song actually uh, copyright claimed PewDiePie's video. So any revenue that is being made from his video gets uh, yeah, directly and, and 100% the of the income goes to Yeah. What is it? What is it? Continue. Easy money. Yeah, yeah. No, but <laughs> it here's, is the, here's the thing. I, I mean, okay, to be fair, right? If someone was actually playing playing like a large chunk of a song i can understand why they claim it although i still don't think that's the right thing to do but yeah. okay i would get that because you're literally playing the track that these people own yeah. this is like their own rendition of the song why would you claim it so what about all those people who cover their songs or give like music tutorials on how to like play these songs on a certain instrument 
Are those yeah, going to get copyright claimed as well? I think there have been incidents of those happening no, as well. No, so there is one very famous incident about this. So, do you know offline TV? That's oh, yeah. I've heard, I know on offline TV. Yeah, the mm-hmm. one with Michael Reeves. He's the most like, proper, yeah. like we're all simps for him. I, <laughs> I only know of offline TV because of Michael, Michael Reeves. Michael Reeves, yeah. So, Michael Reeves' is a girlfriend, Lily Pichu. She's also a streamer. Mm-hmm. And then she does music. So on one of like offline TV has their own podcast. So I've listened to one episode where Lily actually explains she wanted to do a cover song and I forgot what band it was, but what happened was like, she wanted to do a cover of the song, like on a piano, a piano rendition of it. And then when she requested for like permission to do that, apparently the people who owned the the label? They kind of like gave her like an like an instruction, like a fully informative instruction, step by step of how they wanted it to sound. So Weird. even if you're doing the cover what? song, you need to do it in the same likelihood as like in the same ballpark of how the original song was. So they wanted to sound the same. Even though the entire point of covers is to reiterate the thing in Then your own why voice. do it in the first place? You might Yeah, which is why she didn't do it. Track. <laughs> just just so much of bureaucracy surrounding music in general. This is just dumb. Yeah, it is dumb. This is just it trying to make is. covers go extinct. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and for the argument that um music is like okay, like what you said they play like a large portion of the song. So there's actually an argument to that Mm -hmm. because since you're doing this on an online space, what you're essentially doing is basically promoting their music to a larger audience. So it's more beneficial to the music, like the, the original creator than the people who are streaming it. Yeah, of course, it's exposing this music to a different audience. I mean, that's how yeah, everything exactly. gets exposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just so it's just inhumane what media. what these people are doing, though. It's really just inhumane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand. I understand you want to cut out the revenue, but sending people to jail. I mean, that was this is just this whole like issue of jail time. Okay, yeah, we haven't talked right? about that. That's because of that. That's just because of that one U.S. senator, right? Yeah, so there's a U.S. senator by the name Tom Tillis. He, as what our Lord and Savior, Homeless Jesus, Moist Critical, Penguinzo, Charlie, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> <laughs> as he said, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. So as he said, um, he sold his soul to the devil, uh, to the music industry, which is the devil, and. Okay. Like he's getting paid like just a few thousand bucks to pass a law that would like twitch strikes on DMCA streamers, the people who violate DMCA on Twitch. It, it could actually uh, sum to like jail time, actual jail time. Yeah, I know that's really scary, but I'm surprised. <laughs> where is he? Where is he gonna get the support from? Is are all these record labels just gonna like start paying off all everyone on the 
all all the senators and no, I think it in was the US him. to just agree with it. But they are yeah, not well versed in it, man. Hmm, that's true. That's true. But like, does does he have like this the sole like right to pass a law without like you know having any objections? I mean, even no, Trump has, be... even Trump has suffered under the FCA before, you know, during his campaign. Has he? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Guns and Roses, if I'm not mistaken. Like they stopped. They they actually managed to stop him using one of their songs for his campaign. <laughs> what? Wait, while yeah. he was playing? Or? You see, no, 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 not while he was playing because during that time, I think Trump was using. Okay, I don't remember if it was Guns N' Roses or the Rolling Stones, but it was one of these bands. There was a song that uh, Trump was using during his campaign to yeah to get votes, mm-hmm. and then they hit Trump with a they hit Trump's campaign with a DMCA strike, ordering him not to <laughs> use that song anymore. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, think, okay, but Trump here's isn't, the thing: isn't immune to this. Mm-hmm. I think it's the record label company. Uh, the companies that own no, those no, but labels. It's, like it no, can't be the original yeah, singer, but, right? No, no, no. It's not the original singer. It's always the record label. Yeah. But, but I don't of, think they are that soldiers. In Trump's soldiers. case, since Trump is universally hated, even the artists had to speak up <laughs> and say no. Oh, we don't want to be associated with this. <laughs> but that's a rare example. Most of the time, I think artists don't, just don't really care because all publicity is good publicity. In that sense. In a way, yeah. But that's a very toxic way of looking at it. I mean, when mm-hmm. you have other people playing your music, of course people will start to become interested because they want to use your music for their own personal use, like on their playlist and shit like that. So I don't see how that I don't see how any of that could be equating to negative publicity. I mean playing music on our podcast is also a form of like DMCA strike exposure yeah, we could. for these artists, but we can't. We would get striked by DMCA. Yeah, and here's the thing: this doesn't just happen to people with a platform. This happens to literally anyone. Like, which is really different stupid. platforms. Like anyone, yeah. like anyone can just go up and put a YouTube video and happen to be playing a song, not knowing about this DCMA, and get struck, and get struck by it. So I think it's important that the, that. The general public have to know about DMCA. Yeah, yeah. yeah or else you're gonna send everyone to jail for the crime of playing a song. <laughs> yeah. But then again, we don't know. Whatever you do, just, just don't make sure it's recorded. It? I think right, soon we'll get to a point where you could just be on an Instagram story like listening to music and get struck by that because it's like publicly shared. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. We can't let this get to that point. We have to stop it. Yeah, so if you, for those of you who don't know... The fact that people can people potentially are, get jail time is bad enough. Yeah, yeah, true. And like for those of you who like want to help this cause in any small way, um, on Twitter, as our Lord and Savior, Penguinzo, has directed us to do, um, he started a hashtag called hashtag stop DMCA. So use that hashtag, hashtag stop DMCA. And we can literally create enough awareness to stop DMCA from happening, to stop Tom Tillis from actually going forward with this bill. Because I think, okay, like we're not that well versed in like the US senators, 
but I think like the younger the younger side, especially uh, AOC Alexandra uh, Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, so she definitely will because she streams on Twitch. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Yeah, she streamed Animal among us all the way. Yeah. <laughs> So she will definitely know about this. So hopefully she will lead the charge against it. If it ever gets to the Senate, I guess. You know, in fairness, right, of course the younger the younger politicians would know the implications yeah. because they would they would be directly affected by it. But I think anyone with a sense of rationality or anyone who's not being paid by the music industry would definitely get behind this though. No, but okay. There's a solid, a solid arg- argument against it because it's okay, copyright. Why? You know, it's yeah, like but the same thing that Nintendo with... does. But that's a whole story for another day. Okay, but, yeah, yeah, that's 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 a different story. I mean, with Nintendo, <laughs> yeah. you can either talk about piracy or you can talk about them ripping off their customers. Yeah, but we'll save that for another day. But like, it's okay. Of but just for context, right? It is within their legal mm-hmm. right to do so. So why not? So there is a legal explanation to why DMCA is applicable in these situations. So unless the other senators find it outright dumb, there's no way of stopping it. It is dumb because it's just a clip. It's not even yeah. like if you were playing the full song. But it falls under copyright sense. protection. Yeah, so it needs to be amended because DMCA was created before the age of, you know, Twitch streaming, Internet. YouTube, yeah, and all of this. So it's a very outdated law and people are just going to jail because of these loopholes that already exist. But they're not and going to jail yet. Yeah, but I know, will. but we need to stop them from making, <laughs> making them go to jail. Yeah, true. This could just end Twitch. Yes, exactly, yeah. So this, okay, this actually happened. This is another example of a Twitch DMCA extreme case. I mean, literally every case mm-hmm. is an extreme case. Of but course. what they did was, like, Twitch has this, uh, like, clip system. Have you seen that? Uh, not really. Like, from, a, from a live stream, you can take, like, a 30-second clip of something that happened during the live stream. Okay. Okay, and then what happened was, um, like these clips they are posted by the viewers so like there was one there was this one streamer like she, she had thousands and thousands of clips like millions of clips literally because the viewers were posting the moments like and they of all course. appear on her clip page right so mm-hmm. what these dmc officials did they actually went through her clip page and striked her based on it. the music that <laughs> that was playing on her clips. Oh, oh wow! That's not even her fault. This is yeah. people playing it over her clips, right? Yeah. So they created like like Michael Reeves, Michael Reeves and her fiance, um, kind of created like this algorithm to auto delete all of the clips on the channel. <laughs> wow, that's really extreme. Well, that's a very good solution. Yeah, but, but it's kind of ev- extreme. But not ev- yeah, but not every tw- every like. Not every Twitch streamer is going to devise an algorithm to save themselves. I think they're all going to use the same thing. Especially if their channel is at risk. 
Because well, the I mean, DMCA comes in waves, actually. Mm. Right. Well, it's not like they have like a few dedicated staff members pouring over computers trying to find music that they can strike. Well, every time they do that, they earn money. So it is completely logical for them to do so. It's basically no, targeted. Do it every day, then. Yeah, but it is targeted though. Mm-hmm. And they strike down smaller streamers. That's the worst part. Oh, sm- oh, oh that's really bad. Yeah, because that will literally end their career. Mm-hmm. Like, bigger streamers can come back from it, you know, because like they've got cloud support. No, but that's the thing, though. The way Twitch has, has enforced the law, like, YouTube, they have that monetization thing where they can copyright claim your video and gain all of the monetization. No, but that's the thing. That's why, that's why we can see a lot of Twitch streamers, like, migrating over to YouTube because the laws and how it's being policed. No, but even YouTube In is a- bad. Actually, to be fair, most content creation platforms are inherently bad. Yeah. It just depends on which suits you better at the moment. But I think it's because Depending like, on what you as do. the platform becomes bigger, it kind of starts losing. Like our Lord Once the platform here, becomes more saturated, it's just too many content creators, so many opportunities for yeah, but they these people a mega to exploit yeah, in the, the end, problem. right, this is, these, are, these are supposed to be platforms for the content creators. I mean, yeah. the content creators make these platforms. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they're just pawns in like, the grand scheme of things. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. I mean, it's only a matter of time before everybody starts to revolt or someone decides to create a new open platform for everyone to be on. But, okay, let's be real here. There's no way there's going to be a mass migration to a different platform. That has never happened. Like, in the current well, state I, of the internet, I don't think that will ever happen. Yeah, it probably won't, unless, like, PewDiePie leads a charge or something, then that might happen. Yeah, like, if... Maybe not one content creator, but no, a lot it has, of them... No, it can't be one. It has to be, like, the most subscribed YouTubers on the platform, for example, moving to a new, a new platform. Yeah, that like would gain the, the one with the highest influence, I guess. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why the influencers, they need to influence the public at this yeah. crucial time. But yes, they are. But there's so much that they can do because they're the ones being targeted. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, before so, we end up today's way, episode. By the way, Mingzi, what do you think of all of this? Yeah, exactly. From a neutral perspective. Neutral perspective? Not exactly sure, but from what I heard from you guys, yeah, this is definitely a very unfavorable law from what I heard from you guys with all this copy striking and people going to jail. And I do get that they might feel like, you know, the the other people are earning money because of their creation. But to be fair, I mean, they are helping you gain exposure. Yeah. So I guess... Shouldn't be this harsh, I suppose. Yeah, it's literally free marketing for them. You're talking about (laughs) T-Series? Oh, no. We can't bring that in. It's a joke. Um, Also, okay. So, this is going to be the ending of the episode. But we will make a follow-up to this. Talking more about specific platforms, what they've done. We'll give you even more uh, information about all of this. And how you can support the movement, but now the easiest way to do so is from the comfort of your own home. 
with your two thumbs, what you could do is go on Twitter, type hashtag stop DMC and write an informative opinion. Don't write a hateful opinion. Like you want um, a crowd leading the charge, but it can't be all hateful. It should be rational. So to anyone who's listening that wants to do this, well, yeah, you are much obliged to do so. So with that being said, this has been another episode of the Tondra Chitna podcast. I ho- hopefully you all enjoy the podcast. Uh, we'll be coming up with more episodes and more snips with a lot um, more unique cast of characters. Let's just leave it at that. So thank you all so much for listening. Bye-bye.